was thinking about those magi arriving from the east. It must have been a long journey. And traveling's not easy these days. I imagine it must have been very difficult in their time, and they must have put a lot of time and energy and, and expense into making this trip to seek this newborn king. Earlier this week, I read about a young man who did something that has not been done in years. He defeated Tetris. <laughs> and if you know that game, then maybe you've tried that game. This is, this is a big deal. And so they interviewed him, and I, I watched some of the interview, and yeah, he spent a lot of time pursuing that goal, hours and hours every day. I'm sure his folks were thrilled. But, uh, <laughs> and then, earlier this week, I walked the, watched the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And all these musicians, and I listened to the speeches, and, and a lot of them, Right from when they were little children, they were fascinated by music, and they would just put countless hours in singing and preparing uh, their music. I understand there's quite a bit of interest in a football game to be played tomorrow night. I have a feeling there's some people involved with that that have maybe spent their lifetime hoping for this day, uh, training for it, preparing for it. All those things are good, aren't they? Um, but they're all kind of hobbies, aren't they? I think what was happening with the Magi, this wasn't just some interest they had. With the Magi seeking this newborn king of the Jews, it's really meant to represent for us a universal call. Every human being, whether they're aware of it or not, really searching, longing for God. Uh, the wise men represent all nations, all peoples. And they represent for us a longing for God, a, a, a desire to find God, to seek for God. Now, what you'll notice in the gospel is they go first to Jerusalem. Why did they go to Jerusalem? Because here's the thing, what we can perceive with our senses from God's creation, it can make us aware of God and, God and longing for God. But Jerusalem represents that God chose to reveal himself as the God of Israel. And the, and the people of Israel have the scriptures, the word of God, to help to reveal God to us so we can know something of God. So they come to Jerusalem, and that's where uh, they consult, and they find out that it's been written through the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, from you shall come a ruler. So we have this longing for God that comes to us just from being a human being, from nature, but then we add to that God's revelation through the words of Scripture. That's what brought them to Bethlehem to the newborn king. Now, while they're in Jerusalem, they also encounter Herod, didn't they? And he's called the king of the Jews. How do you think Herod felt when they said, hey, we're here to see the newborn king of the Jews? 
Was Herod like thrilled and like, oh, good, I've been looking for a successor? <laughs> no. He took the Pagi aside and tell me what you find that I may go and worship him. Was that Herod's plan? Not if you read the rest of that chapter of Matthew. After the Magi went back home another way, they were warned in a dream, didn't go back to Herod. Herod wasn't very happy. And he went into Bethlehem with his soldiers. They killed all the two-year-old boys, two years old and younger. Herod was pretty jealous of his power. He wanted to cling to what he had, and he didn't want anybody removing it. Now, that's one example of being a king. And there's plenty of examples in our world today of people who exercise power and control in that way. How did Jesus do it? How did God? God, out of love for us, chose to become one of us, took on all the limitations of being a human being. One of the, uh, I think, a beautiful way of expressing it, infinity dwindled to infancy. That kind of captures it right there, doesn't it? Infinity dwindled to infancy. God of everything that is, the whole universe, chooses to become this helpless little human baby. And that is who the Magi come to adore. They give worship to. They bring their gifts to. Now, you might recall two weeks ago, Christmas, I talked about the shepherds, and I invited each of you to take on the role of being a shepherd, and one of those pieces of the four was that the shepherds sought out Jesus. It says, let us go to Bethlehem. They seek the Christ. And the Magi, too, seek out the Messiah. And that's really our call, too. Uh, God is constantly trying to get our attention and reveal himself to us through nature, through the scriptures, all these different ways. Often we're pretty distracted. Maybe it's by football, maybe it's by music, maybe it's by Tetris or video games, or maybe it's a 101. Other things are probably good, but they're not God. So this is an invitation on this Feast of Epiphany, to seek the Lord, just as the Magi did, to take time so that we can allow God to speak to us. That's why we today, as a parish community, through our Stewardship Commission, have the stewardship of time. And when you take your bulletins home with you, there will be an insert and it will be an invitation. How do we, you know, God has given us all time. Every year, every month, every day, every hour, every second is a gift from God. How do we give back? The first part of that time is recognizing everything comes from God. Give that time to spend time with God. We do it when we come here to Mass. Um, that's an excellent New Year's resolution. And even if you're able to make it to daily mass, that's an extra bonus. Or if you want to just come time and sit in church in prayer, we keep that door back there, unlocked, Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 3.30, just so people can come in 
and just sit in the presence of the Lord in the Eucharist. Sometimes it's good to take time to learn more about who our God is and how God chooses to come in our midst. A beautiful way to do that is, well, the book, The Beautiful, beautiful Eucharist, that at Christmas we made copies available. If you didn't get one yet, there are copies available in the back of church. It's a pretty simple book to read. It doesn't, don't worry about, oh, I got to carve out hours and hours to do this. No, I, I just little snippets of it. It's, it's easy reading. It's nice sometimes when you read a book like that to talk about it with other people. And you can do that amongst your family or friends. Or if you want to do it with some other parishioners, just show up on Wednesday at 6.30 over in the Siena room. And we'll hopefully have several small groups uh, of discussion going on. It'd be wonderful to overflow the Siena room into other rooms. And, and we'll have a chance to, uh, the next three Wednesdays to talk about the book. So I just, uh, I won't read you all the sheet, but just know that there's uh, some, some good suggestions to consider. Uh, don't do them all, but do at least one of them. Uh, do as many as, as it makes sense for you at this point in your life to do. And then there is a stewardship of time prayer that you can pray when you're at home with this sheet. But for now, we've got a stewardship prayer. Uh, I'm going to invite you to pray with me. But first, I just want you to ponder. You know, as human beings, we do have passions and longings and things we're interested in. But this Feast of Epiphany, let's honor the Magi. Those who seek out God, that is why we call them wise men. And now the stewardship prayer can be found in the inside uh, front cover of your songbook, page two. So just at the very front of the songbook. <coughs> o Father, giver of life and source of our freedom, we are reminded by the psalmist that yours is the earth and its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. We know that it is from your hand that we have received all we have and are and will be. Gracious and loving God, we understand that you call us to be the stewards of your abundance, the caretakers of all you have entrusted to us. Help us always to use your gifts wisely and teach us to share them generously. May our faithful stewardship bear witness to the love of Christ in our lives. We pray with grateful hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. 